currently right now I'm looking at um the the Teflor bags. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get my hands on one. Um, they sell out in three minutes, so I don't know. Yes, I have signed up for his emails, <laughs> and I get them. And every time I go online to try to, you're right, they sell out so quick. Hi, I'm Cameron Bryant, and this is the Beverly Chat. Today, I am chatting with Shanika Stallworth, an original brown couture girl, hairstylist, and fashion expert. Welcome to my home. Just another sunny day in Southern California. It's where the people came to play. Don't let them transform you. Oh. First question for you is when did you realize that you loved fashion? Probably as a little girl. Um, I had a cousin that really loved fashion. I never saw her in the same outfit twice. Um, she was always well put together, nails, she had her hair done, and she loved fashion. And it just spoke to my soul. And from then on, I was always getting the latest issue of Vogue or Marie Claire and looking to see what's going to be in style for next season and wanting to emulate those models, even though I couldn't afford it at the time. And I would just babysit and work and buy a shoe here, a bag there. And that grew my love of fashion. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful because in a way, I think the same thing happened with me and you. Like I remember yeah. going to going over <laughs> and seeing you and being like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. And um being able to like look at your personal style and be able to have all these conversations with you about like fashion and, and vogue and what's in right now. I think that really influenced like my taste in fashion. So that's really cool because oh, I think, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think that like everyone has everyone that's really into fashion has like someone that they grew up looking at. And, oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, that's really cool to hear about, that it was your cousin. And um, I know that you mentioned, like, growing up and then, you know, saving up for handbags and buying issues of Vogue. Is that, like, how you would say that your passion for fashion has evolved over, like, over the years of your life? Um, yes, I definitely, now as I'm older, I'm more into quality over quantity. Um, I definitely buy more investment pieces now as opposed to what they call fast fashion now. Um, so I want things that are going to last me through the test of time, you know. So I definitely invest more now in quality pieces, whereas before, I, you know, it's trendy. So let me buy this. And then a year later, it looks very dated. So that's definitely how it's evolved, I would say. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like I'm kind of going through the same change now where it's like, I'll order something online that may be like $20, $30 and then right. I'll it once or twice. And then I'm like, right. I don't want to spend my money on stuff like this anymore. So right, yeah. right. Yes, exactly. It's like extremely heartbreaking because you know, when you get that package in the mail and mm -hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited to have this product. And then a few days later, it's like destroyed. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and, um, my next question for you is, um, I know that you've been to tons of fashion weeks and tons of fashion shows. Um, what would you say has been your favorite experience so far? I would say probably my 
favorite fashion show. I've been to, as you know, Zach Posen show several times, but there was one particular show maybe about two years ago, maybe three years ago, where he did a show where all the models that came out were people of color. And he did the whole show and at that show was June Ambrose, who's a famous fashion stylist, and Beth Ann Hardison. And the looks on their faces to see a mainstream designer have an all people of color lineup come out was amazing. And I think I'll never forget that moment. Oh, that's so nice. That's really nice. Um, I know that you've met Zach Posen a few times. How was that experience for you? Oh, he was amazing. He was, it's, it's so crazy how the universe just lined things up because me and, you know, one of my friends, we just got this opportunity to see multiple shows. And we also um, got a chance to meet him from, he uh, came out with a cookbook and that was our first time we got to actually have a conversation with him. And he was so nice just the nicest man and so gracious and meeting him it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that experience ever yeah I totally understand I would love to meet Zach Posen I love him I love yeah, him so, so yeah he's an amazing <laughs> designer and he makes the most beautiful gowns and just he's his ability to drape gowns is amazing right and he just seems so nice so I think if I ever saw him I would just like pass out I'd be like oh my yeah. God. Yes, I was trying to compose myself, but it was, yeah, it was inside. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. And um, I know that like every year you go up to, um, to New York to go and see like all the fashion shows and stuff and you travel very often. Like what would you say is like the fashion capital of, of the world and like the best place to go shopping and, and why? Um, oh. I, I went to Paris for the first time last year and I, I, I loved it. I think the shopping was amazing. Um, there's every designer is there, but I still would say New York is my favorite place to go shopping. I feel like New York just has, you know, your independent designers to your mainstream designers. It's a little bit of everything, no matter what your style is or budget. So I would still say New York. And, you know, looking at um, New York's demographics, it's really culturally diverse. And so I think that makes a lot of room for, you know, new, new, new people and new ideas mm -hmm. and stuff. And I think that that plays like a really big role in why like New York is so fashionly prominent in everything, mm -hmm. because I think, first of all, New York is really like accepting. Like when you mm -hmm. go to New York, you don't see like one uniform type of person or type of people. You always right. see like people like, it's a really vibrant city. So it totally makes sense that, you know, there's not a lot of conformity and that gives people a lot of space to express themselves through style, so. Oh, definitely. And it's so much culture there. And it just, it's a, it's a place you can be free. And, you know, you'll see one kid on the corner with a pair of black combat boots and then another lady on another corner with a Chanel bag and her, you know, stilettos. So it's just so much to see. <laughs>
No, yeah, I completely agree. And I know like the first time I went to New York, I was so surprised because there was just so much of everything. And I remember my first time walking into Barney's and mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, because I remember like it was raining and I wasn't feeling well. And then I went to go to Barney's and it was just like, <laughs> you feel better instantly better <laughs> automatically and then I remember my first time going into Bergdorf Goodman's and that was an absolute experience so um I hope that like you know COVID and everything doesn't mess up those stores I know Barney's no. closed, right and then um I hope Bergdorf Goodman stays open so I get to go back again I know that store is amazing I can stay in that store all day yeah <laughs> And all the elevators and every it's just it's just so beautiful and so peaceful in there so i totally agree that new york is a beautiful place for fashion it is, it is. and um i know that you lived in california for a little while and then you lived in atlanta and now well now you live in atlanta and then you go to new york and you travel and everything so how would you say that style um varies from like place to place like do you think like la has a distinctive style or Atlanta has a distinctive style like what would you what would you say yes for sure I would say that LA is more it's a very laid-back place I think they're more into comfort there um, it's definitely a, a t-shirt and sandal cut off short kind of place um, it has its little pockets of fashion here and there um, I think that Atlanta is a very be seen type of city um i don't find it to be um as fashionable as say like your new york i feel like they're here in atlanta i feel like it's more of the me too you know it's, it's you see kind of the same whereas in new york people can be themselves it, it speaks their style. It's not about walking out in the latest handbag or stilettos. It's just being yourself and, and being able to express that. I think that's really important because I feel like um, fashion is a lot of things to a lot of different people. But I don't know, personally, I think that fashion is, it's not uniformity. It's the ability right. to like be yourself and expand. And I think right. that um, I'm really thankful that I'm growing up in the age of like social media and stuff. But I feel like in a way that has kind of affected like um, the fashion world because like yeah. you can see like one person wearing something and then for the next few months, you'll see like that same style replicated and stuff. So it's really sad that I feel as though there's like a lack of originality in that sense. Oh, yes, definitely. I think um, definitely social media has made it where, you know, you see uh, uh, the latest rapper wearing this bag. So, you know, everyone sees it on social media and then they feel like they have to get that bag as opposed to getting the bag that you really like that speaks to your soul <laughs> and your style aesthetic. Exactly. And I think um, I think that's one of the things that I like so much about like 90s fashion is that mm -hmm. um, like I've been watching a lot of um, 90s fashion shows. I've been watching um, Chanel 1997 Spring. Oh, <laughs> and, yes. Yeah, yes, like, yes. and I've been watching, um, I might butcher his name, but um, Terry um, Mugler, the Mugler. Oh, Terry Mugler. Terry yes. Mugler, yes. and they are just everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I look at, because <laughs> they're so extravagant and they're so much fun and people are really truly expressing themselves. And right. well, the designers are expressing themselves too. And I think that 
one of the things that's different is that like today when you look at fashion shows and stuff there's like I said there's a lot of uniformity like you know the models can't express themselves the same way the outfits are kind of like more marginalized than they were beforehand and I was just wondering since I wasn't here in the 90s (laughs) have you seen seen that change like even when it comes to like street style and stuff like um just day-to-day wear yeah, actually, I think 90s is kind of coming back with the whole street style. Um, now you're seeing sneakers with suits and sneakers, you know, loungewear coming in, especially, you know, dealing with COVID and, you know, people want to be more comfortable now. So I think 90s style is definitely coming back with the oversized jackets and, you know, oversized jeans. It's, it's, it's all full circle. It all comes back. And that's kind of what we're seeing now. Right, exactly. And that's really funny because I'm wearing that exact same outfit. I just took off my oh, big heavy yeah. pants I have on my baggy pants. So that's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely been embracing like the 90s style, especially because like one of my favorite movies is Clueless. So oh, I yeah. feel like I draw like a lot of fashion inspiration from them too. So mm-hmm. that's really interesting to talk about and hear your perspective. Yeah. And um, another thing that I wanted to ask you, which I feel like I may have gotten a little tiny like answer of it already, but who would you say is your favorite designer and how do you think that they affect like your day-to-day style? Why, it would be Anthony Vaccarella for St. Laurent. There is a St. Laurent runway behind me, as you can see with the Eiffel Tower. Um, I love Anthony Vaccarella. He took over the house couple years ago and I think he stayed true to Yves Saint Laurent's aesthetic of making comfortable clothes for women yet making them elegant. So I'm a downtown chic kind of girl so I love comfort but I also want to look chic and elegant at the same time. So his pieces definitely speak to me. And that's so cool. I really really love that and I think um I think one of the things that's becoming really popular in fashion now is like athleisure wear and um, become, but I feel like we're losing a lot of the elegantness of it. So I think that it's really um, important that like, that there is that source of elegantness for people that want to dress more elegantly instead of like sweats in a sweatshirt. So Exactly. And there are ways to elevate a sweatshirt, (laughs) you know, and make it elegant. I think that has, um, I think that the lack of elegance sometimes kind of has to do again with like uniformity and stuff because I think that level of like, you know, social media and seeing the same thing over and over again kind of blocks you from like trying new things, you know? So yeah, yeah, and there are ways to like elevate a sweatshirt and stuff, but I think when you don't see it, you don't see anyone else wearing it, I think it could be like more intimidating for someone to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to try on this or I'm going to do something different. Right, right. It's okay to be different. 100%. 100%. It's actually probably better. It is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So um, what advice would you give to young people about wearing designer labels or um, designer bags and accessorizing like your look? Um, What would you say is like a go-to accessory or just something that every girl needs to have in their closet? That was a really complex question. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I got it. I think every girl needs a blazer in her wardrobe because a blazer, you can throw it on with a pair of jeans and a pair of sneakers, your crossbody bag, and look 
chic. You can throw a blazer over a dress and throw on some heels and elevate the whole look and go out, you know, for the night. So I definitely think a blazer is a staple piece that every girl needs in her closet. A good handbag. You need a all-around crossbody handbag. I think you can elevate the style to look dressy. You can make it look laid back. So I would say a blazer, a good crossbody bag, and invest in a good pair of sneakers. I think a sneaker that you can again throw on with a suit or throw it on with loungewear. So those would be those would be my three investment pieces that I think every girl should have in her closet. And I think um, a lot of my friends and I were preparing for like our college wardrobe. So everyone's mm -hmm. wondering like, what should I go ahead and save up for now? And I think that that's like really important because we're all trying to figure out like, you know, which bags we're going to get. And, you know, just so we have a, like a really nice one for when we get to college in a pair of sneakers to be comfortable and cute in. So I'm really glad that I got to ask you. That yeah, I thank you. And right now, Bottega Veneta is having a moment. And I think that their handbags are amazing. It's great craftsmanship and it's a bag that will carry you throughout the years. So I would say that's a good investment piece to have. Definitely think about one. Um, currently right now, I'm looking at um, the, the Teflar bags. Oh yeah. I'm trying to get my hands on one. Um, they sell out in three minutes, so I don't know. Yes, I have signed up for his emails. <laughs> and I get them and every time I go online to try to, you're right, they sell out so quick. But yes, yeah. I love his bags. And I, I love what he's doing as far as making bags that are affordable and great quality bags. Right, exactly. And um, like this morning, they just launched like the brown, the bronze bag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like woke up and I just, and it, it wasn't there. So it was a heartbreak for me. I know. I know. I've been trying myself. I keep getting the emails and I'm like, okay, today's going to be the day. Nope. It's never the day. <laughs> We're just going to have to camp out outside of the commercial store. Exactly. <laughs> it's so sad. I'm trying. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I think um, one of the things that's so special about that brand is that they do sell out really quickly. So I think that kind of mm -hmm. Um, increases like the demand for them like you know yeah. the same way that we're freaking out over the bag now like you yeah, know absolutely. there's not like thousands of them on the market so yeah. <laughs> yes you don't have to worry about a bunch of people having your same bag <laughs> yes exactly. yes so sure. and once I get my hand on one I will call you and I'll be like Do you want to yes <laughs> let me know <laughs> send me pictures I will. Um, my next question for you is how do you think the fashion world is changing due to the coronavirus? Oh, wow. I think right now everything, we're all relying on digital. Um, as far as fashion shows go, um, magazines, it's just we're relying on the digital world for information. Um, I definitely think the time of fashion shows 
they're changing. Um, this past season, they did shows virtually, which actually I think is, is, is kind of a good thing because on shows that you probably wouldn't be able to attend, you now can attend because they're done virtually. Um, Vogue's Forces of Fashion, normally those tickets are thousands of dollars to try to go, and now you can go for a couple hundred bucks because they're virtual. So I think, yeah, I think now fashion is just gonna turn into a digital virtual forum, so. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And do you think mm -hmm. like, if we ever make that switch over to like, Fully fat and fully virtual. Do you think that um do you think that we'll miss the feeling of like walking into the mall and getting like, you know, getting like a bag and feeling like, you know, the nice packaging and everything? <laughs> yeah, but I get just as excited when it comes in the mail. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think it's, we're, we're, you know, straying away from malls and, you know, kind of online shopping and, you know, if you want to see the latest, you know, fall collection, you can hit a button and go online and check it out with having to leave your home. Yeah, exactly. And I think in a way it makes, it's a good thing because it makes fashion more accessible to everyone. Even if right. they can't afford to buy it, they can at least go and look at it. Because right. I know in some really rural cities, they don't have um, a lot of fashion, like high fashion stores. So it's right. hard for people to like gain inspiration or even like make their own stuff because they don't know what like the styles are or what the trends are. So in a way right. that it's really good that I can go online and be like, hmm, I wonder what so-and-so is doing or designing or anything right now. So I think that's really nice too. Yes, definitely. Great. Okay. Um, Oh God, I'm trying to read my thing. I don't want my glasses. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I see it now. Okay. Which question, I mean, which changes would you like to see the fashion industry make over the next 10 years? I would like more inclusion. Like, I think we need better representation of people of color. I think, and I've attended a few shows and I would like to see more influencers, models, um, editors that represent me. So I would like for, and, and we're kind of, it's a movement right now. So you see like Gucci has Dapper Dan and Louis Vuitton has Virgil Abloh from Off-White. And I think that there are so many designers out there that need to be showcased um, of color. So I think that I would like to see the fashion industry embrace um, people of color and in, in all aspects of fashion. No, yeah, I totally agree. And I know um, I watched the the um, the documentary that that you recommended. Oh um, yeah, the one about Dr. Dan and all the other stylists that didn't get like their credit for you know coming up with all of, especially in the '90s, like we were talking about earlier, coming up with right. all of looks and these feels and everything and it's really sad that these people didn't get their their recognition absolutely yeah. and I feel as though like you know even though we just finished talking about social media that's one of the good things about social media right people do have the platform to be seen and be heard and not still be underneath like someone else and they have the opportunity to express themselves so I think that's really powerful and um I hope that another generation of black artists and designers don't necessarily get um 
robbed of their credit right, right. before them were. So I think right. absolutely, absolutely. So I hope that that definitely, and, and we're making some strides. So hopefully. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I think, um, hopefully it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see now, cause now you have, like I said, you have, you know, your virtual blows, uh, Vogue just showcase like Pierre Moss. So some of the black designers now are starting to get recognized. Um, yeah. Cause you saw where Misa Hilton in that video, they just robbed her of all her style credit, but she's, you know, getting back in the forefront now. I saw where MCM just pointed at her. So yeah, I think, I, I think it's getting better. We, we got a ways to go, but I think it's getting better. It's really sad that the fashion industry really isn't inclusive towards Black people because right. it's so much of the style and what we see today. It's like, it's Black culture, essentially. It is. It yeah. is. And, it is. And it's really sad that like, we have like the whole like, it's ghetto until like a white person wears it or until a white person makes it popular and I think that that's really sad because it's it's still marginalizing like black designers and black stylists at the same time so yeah right and I also think too we also have to learn to support each other as well you know like you know buy the teflars and the off-whites and the Pierre Mosses and Christopher you know John Rogers like we have to support our brands as well agree if you want you can send me like um um a list of like black designers and i'll like feature them on the instagram page oh yeah yeah that'll yeah. be good okay yeah, yeah for so sure just like send me a list and then i'll like post it and i'll tag you in it and everything okay so nice for a part yeah yes yes i like it yes yeah. we have to support these black designers just like we do the european designers right exactly and i think that that's really important because you know, once we get behind something, we can make a lot of big changes and stuff, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, that, and that's the other thing I try to do is support brands that support us. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, Yves Saint Laurent is one of my favorite designers just because he also put up the first black model on the runway. You know what I mean? So I think we should definitely support those who support us as well. I totally agree. And I think one of the things that's also important in fashion right now, and it's kind of like a movement, it's like um, um, sustainability because of our environment and our ecosystem. Right. How do you feel as though like that's taken like a turn? How do you feel as though like that's affected like the fashion industry? Well, I, th I think that's important too. I mean, we, we're in the global warming, you know, we, we've got to be mindful. I love Stella McCartney and, and what she stands for. You know, I've gone part-time vegan myself. So, you know, I love, <laughs> you know, brands that actually have, you know, they, they, they stand for something. They um, want to leave their marker. You know, I definitely agree that we should just, shouldn't just buy something because, oh, you know, the, that rapper over there is wearing it and they don't stand for anything. There's no sustainability, like you said. So definitely. I, know, I totally agree. And um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to like break through in the fashion industry or someone like me that's like magazining or, you know, just trying to like make their voice heard in the fashion industry? What advice would you give to give to us? I would say, 
to definitely educate yourself about all things fashion, whether you want to be in marketing, journalism, creative director, styling, what have you, educate yourself on all aspects of fashion because it all is full circle. Um, find a mentor. Um, there are so many black um, or women of color in the fashion industry that would love to mentor. You know, um, you have your Kalana Barfields and I, I love her story of she moved to New York because she loved fashion. I always tell people, move to New York. That's my, let's just start there. That's my number one advice is to move to New York <laughs> because it is home to every major fashion magazine publication. Most designers have an atelier there. It is, I cannot tell you how many times I've ran into fashion people in the streets of New York. I run into Stephen Cole, who's the creative director slash president of CFDA a million times. So there's so many opportunities for networking. So I always tell people to move to New York. <laughs> um, and like I said, definitely find a mentor. You know, like you said, we have social media now, you know, use that platform to reach out to some of these editors. And like I said, right now we're in a movement. So use that, you know, and, and really promote yourself, be your biggest advocate. You know, so, and mostly just really educate yourself about, you know, the fashion world. I, I remember watching America's Next Top Model and Tyra would always ask the models, which model or photographer influences you? And some of the models would have no answer. And she would always say, how do you want to be in an industry <laughs> that you don't know anything about? So I would say to definitely educate yourself on this world. And um, like, is there any like books or movies that you recommend for like people that don't know where to start? Like, um... yes, for sure. I would definitely Elaine Wiltworth. Um, she just came out with a book, and I would definitely say she was the first Black editor in chief for Teen Vogue. Um, and she has a wonderful book that's very inspirational for people who want to break into the fashion industry. Um, I love the September issue. It's an older movie. But it is your, The Real Devil Wears Prada about Anna Wintour. And it is one of my favorite fashion movies of all time. So I would definitely say, watch that. And also Andre Leon Talley has a very inspirational um, movie about his life. Um, it's a documentary about his life. And you know, he's Anna Wintour's right-hand man. So yeah, I would say those movies, um, Think would help you out a lot. Great, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And my final question for you is, um, if you could style one person, who would it be and why? Oh, Judy. Oh, to narrow it down, I would probably say I love J Lo, even though I think she has great style already. <laughs> so. I would probably say it's a toss-up between her and Rihanna, even though I think Rihanna has great style as well, but I would love to style. I feel like they both exude <laughs> fashion. So I think I would have so much fun styling them. And they both are two women that you can put anything on and it's gonna look fabulous.
Yeah. No, that those are good choices. Those are good choices. Because like I love Rihanna and I love JLo. And um, I don't know if you've seen the wedding planner, but I love the um the the brown Versace coat that she wears right before she gets oh. hit by like the dumpster and Matthew McConaughey <laughs> comes and picks her up. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. I can watch that movie over and over. Yes. I seen that movie so many times. I'm literally obsessed with it. Yes, I like JLo, I, I love she can do no wrong. No wrong. Exactly. If she's listening, hopefully she'll call us. <laughs> JLo, we love you. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> So those are all of the questions that I had for you, but um, thank you so much for talking with me. Oh, you're so welcome. This is so much fun. Just another sunny day.